Hi, my name is Stephanie James, and I am a big wave surf competitor. You are, and my name is Cody, and I am delighted by sound effects that are going to be introduced. (laughs) We honestly had so much fun recording this episode. Oh my god, we had so much fun recording this episode. The vibes are high. All I have to say is get yourself a drink, whether it be water, club soda, beer, wine, coffee, hot chocolate. Get something to drink during this episode. She's right. Prepare yourself because we do have a drinking game. Let's go. Let's do it. You're listening to Topa Talk. Can you believe it? We are here to fuck around, and then we will be finding out. Let's get into it. I don't know. It's like... I can't think of... I cannot for the life of me think of what it was, but it is fun to fade in. Crash into me... Um, I don't want to start like this. <laughs> no, <laughs> what a lovely night! Delete, delete. It's 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 thirsty Thursday. Allah, <laughs> I feel tried with the thirsty Thursday drinking games. R.A.P. Fellow podcast friend, and tonight we're doing a drinking game on a thirsty Thursday. Yeah, not in honor of them, but not not in honor of them. Uh, this feels already. I just gotta warn everyone. What? The train is going to go off the tracks it already has. Oh, honey, this is a Polar Express. This it's pulling up to a residential street near you. Yeah, this isn't uh, our. This isn't going to be our best work, but it might be our best it's work. It's actually going to be like the best episode we've ever had. And <laughs> hey, we encourage you, unless you're driving, unless you're driving, to get a drink because we're playing a drinking game tonight. If it needs to be a weed drink, if it needs to be club soda, if it needs to be hot tea, you know, you pick your drink. Scalding hot tea. Chug, 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 chug. chug. What's the drinking game rules? The drinking game rules. Drinking games rule. Oh. Oh, we should make it for them. So every time we do something yeah. typical, they... But we have to drink, too. We're all playing together. So by the end of the episode, they like the episode no matter what, because we're all a little tipsy. You know no one's going to do that. They all listen to this like at work and in a car or walking Where down. do you drink? <laughs> just kidding. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Um, don't Depends. drink and drive. Don't drink and work. Unless no. you're a bartender and you like to do a little shot ski. I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. I just wouldn't drink and drive. That's That's top. I just took a drink because the drinking game is whenever Stephanie, whenever Stephanie plays devil's advocate. Do you think we could start over? No. Okay. This is happening. This is happening. We've, we've signed on. We're on board. We have great notes. This almost didn't happen tonight. And we just decided let's do it. Nothing to it, but to do it. And we're here. And we're here. And let's do it. Let's do it. Why don't we just dive into the notes before we play a drinking game? Drinking game is every time Stephanie and I take a drink, you must take a drink. <laughs> so do we announce it? I'm taking a drink. Drink. We have to say, we have to make a toast. <laughs> the drinking game okay. is called Toast. It's Toastmasters. Is that a game already? Toastmasters is a, a group, like a nationwide thing. People go oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, do yeah, public yeah. speaking. Okay. Here's my drinking game I just came up with called Toastmasters. <laughs> okay. Give it to us. And whenever I go... Or Stephanie, whenever you go, it means the toast is ready and the other person has to propose a toast. Okay. And we all have to go cheers and take a drink with the person. Okay. Whenever you just like something, Stephanie, that cheers. we're talking about, just say, you I, want me to I toast. Can I say cheers instead of... I need you to... Yeah. You can <laughs> I'm say, not as good at it You can as say you. cheers to that. And then, but what I want is for us to have to on the spot propose a okay, toast. Okay, okay, okay. I like that. That's I like the that. Point. I like that. I like that. Um... 
first and foremost, we're looking at the notes. I'd like to get this out of the way. Oh. Sweetie pal is oh my on your God, notes. Yes. What does that I mean? I came up with a new word today. Sweetie pal? Yeah. You know how people are sweetie pies? Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? But if you're on a diet or you don't like sweets? No. So you know how people are sweetie pies? Yeah. Sweetie pal is a term for your sweetest friend you have. You know how sometimes you have a friend that they're just fucking sweet. They're your sweetie pal. Is Bridget and Brittany your sweetie pals? Bridget is my sweetie pal. Yeah. Brittany is an absolutely lovely human sweetie pie too, but... um, She's a sweetie acquaintance? I would say that Bridget is a next level sweetie pie. Sweetie pal. But she's my sweetie pal. But she's a sweetie pie to everyone. It's like a best friend that's extra sweet. Yes. She is. She exudes sweetness. And it's her birthday tomorrow. Cheers to that. And I propose a toast to Bridget... Finky on her 28th birthday. It's her last day of being 27 today. Cheers to Bridget. Cheers to Bridget. Guess what we're doing tomorrow and I cannot wait to report back on the podcast. What? An experience I've never done. What? We're going to a Korean spa in LA. (gasps) I hear those are amazing. And guess what? What? Clothing is not optional. optional. Oh, it's you're naked no matter what. You're naked no matter what. I've heard of this and I heard it's amazing. So we're going with four total gals and I'm giddy nervous about it. Are you nervous to be in the buff around? Have you been nude around them before? I would say Bridget has definitely seen a lot of my body. The other two women has haven't. Has she seen your sweetie pie? <laughs> <laughs> has, is that what makes her your sweetie pal? If they've seen your sweetie pie? <laughs> well, then I have a lot of sweetie pals. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know that she has. Maybe. Oh, she's about to. Yeah. Are you doing anything to. in preparation? Like, are you plucking any nipple hair? <laughs> I don't have nipple hair. Okay, I do. I, that's why I'm wondering. I shaved. I shaved my legs and I shaved some other areas and uh-huh. I just got. I did some grooming. Yeah, some of course. Cleaning up. Of course. You know, it's called curb appeal. You know? You're, you're not going to invite the realtor over without, you know, getting the weed whacker out and trimming up the hedges. Exactly. I was talking to Melissa about it, and she was saying that she'd be so much sooner to do it alone than with a group of people she knows. And yeah. I'm the opposite. I would never do it alone. But since these other, like, women that I love and look up to are going... It makes it more fun for me to go yeah. and have a shared experience. I'm too scared you to go alone. I don't, I can't imagine what I'd prefer alone or with other people. Yeah. Probably strangers. I'm not going to lie. I'm I more know, comfortable around, I'm more comfortable naked with strangers than I am with people I know. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. Like, and also, it's so funny. When you started saying that, I was like, oh, but you have like a whole package that's dangling down there. Not that my boobs aren't like, they are on my yeah. chest dangling as well. But there's something about a wiener and balls that just. It's there. It's an interesting scenario. It is interesting. It is interesting. It's different. I went to a nude beach with friends before, which is the only similar thing I could think of where it wasn't a sexual thing, but it was we were all there naked together. And um, yeah, your your, your wiener is, was there. <laughs> and my wiener was there. You did it? It was three guys, one girl. My issue? A lot of ooh. sand. <laughs> my issue with nude beaches is like, I don't want my nipples to get sunburned. That's scary. Oh, but swimming naked in the ocean. Yeah, I bet that's it's nice. different. So what treatments do you get at the Korean spa? Well, I'm we're all getting like a body scrub. It's like an exfoliating body it. scrub. I love it. And then we're gonna hang out like in the saunas and the pools and stuff. Make sure Just you drink a lot of water. Fucking nude, I will. Fucking nude. They you get towels. No, dude. You're gonna get uh, you're gonna get um I know, but a fungal keep... infection. Okay, thank on your butt. Like uh, don't sit on a tile bare butt where someone else has sat on <laughs> well, a tile we'll bare see. butt we'll see don't <laughs> ask for a towel not to be modest like roll with the nude thing but yeah. at least protect i just want you to protect 
a warm, damp, moist area, and I'm talking about the tile, <laughs> like as breeding grounds for fungal issues. Okay, well, you've really taken this experience and- I'm worried about you. <laughs> I'm concerned. Well, I don't want you to come okay. back with a ringworm Pass. around your wing. Pass. Ringworm. Pass. Yeah. Pass. Pass what? This topic. Oh, no. Okay. It's just- N- Next. Next. You don't want to talk about fungal infections around your butt? No. On your butt? You got no. fungus on your butt? Girl, you got some fungus on your butt? Did, okay. Did you have a nonverbal fight at Starbucks? Yeah. How much like eyebrow did you give? Is that the is that the scenario? It was it was a lot of like hand movements and looking back and <laughs> forth because I Did had, you throw your hands up? I went like this. It was like like what are you gonna do about it? Because I was parked next to an absolute beat up car. No issue. I've driven beat right, up. Right, because cars you before. got a Tesla, so it's like No, I don't have a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> but I was parked next to this absolutely beat up car and it's important to the story because it was it's one of those that I'm like, was this on the set of Transformers? <laughs> was this on the set of Avengers Age of Ultron? Like this looks like it was it it just did not I'm like I'm surprised that it still run. It still goes lady sitting in it i'm next door i get in my car when i open the door it literally is just like (laughs) my door just barely one of those like barely touches it and she looks at me like (gasps) oh my god and looks at me like and tilts her head like she tilts her head as if to be like did you just scratch my car hold on hold on and i look at her car and you just throw your hands which looked up. like it which looked like you had unwrapped tin <laughs> tinfoil leftovers and laid it on on down like there was yeah. that kind of texture yeah and i went i put my hands up like get real yeah and she and she like kind of like shook her head a little bit and like looked at me like wait a second like are we gonna talk about this and i just i just kind of like gave her like a friendly wave like you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're absolutely fine. You're fine. It'd be like if uh, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. It'd be like if you um, you ever pour a beer out in a dirt patch? Yeah. You wouldn't be like, did you just ruin my lawn? It was kind of like that. <laughs> right. It's kind of like that. Yeah. The she at least you know what she's got pride for that car. She's got pride for that car. I you could door ding me and I'd probably be like I mean my cars are decent. I'd probably not give a shit. Uh, yeah. Well, remember when it's all an attitude, I got though. I got rear-ended in San Francisco, and I didn't even pull over to check it. I just thought, whatever. I'd rather I not deal with it. it. I, I was in the tenderloin. I didn't want to get out. It was too stressful. I looked at the guy in the rearview mirror, and he gave me a thumbs up, like it's fine, it's fine. And I was like, okay, I'll just commit insurance fraud if it's not fine, and say it was parked in a parking lot and someone yeah. hit it. Like, yeah. who cares? But nothing happened. So I would be more understanding than this woman at Starbucks. Yeah. I you know? I rear-ended someone going negative miles per hour. Like, literally, it wasn't even registering movement. Yeah. And we pulled off to the side. And my little, like, plastic H on my Honda uh-huh. left a little dust on, like, H on their car. And oh. he just rubbed it off and was like, we're good. We're good. <laughs> I was like, cool. It's a dry erase. And I'd like to propose a toast to folks that are understanding when we get into maybe a possible fender bender. You know, listen, we're all doing our best here. Why get insurance companies involved? Why trouble trouble? Don't trouble trouble unless trouble troubles you. Cheers. Cheers. To that. Don't trouble trouble unless trouble troubles you. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. 
I'm into don't, that. You go looking for evil, and evil is going to be looking right back at you. Absolutely. And that's the truth. Listen, I want to dig in before we get, because we have a few notes. Friend of the show, Kayla Chase, good friend of mine. She wrote four questions, and I thought throughout the episode we might dig into them, because I think, I think they're thought-provoking that she sent in. First one she writes is, what is one thing you think holds you back from taking risks? Fungal infections. <laughs> Fungal infections. Fungal infections. One thing that holds me back from taking risks. Um, yeah, I'm not a risk taker, so that's a heavy-handed question. So something holds you back. Yeah. If not more than... I would say that more often than not, I try to think through everything logically yeah. and rationally. And I think risky stuff, like... It lacks rationality a lot of times. Yeah. But that's like the fun of it, right? The spontaneity of it, the excitement of it. It doesn't excite me. Risks do not excite me in the fun way. What's the biggest risk you've ever taken? Bringing you on as co-host. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) How'd that work out for you? Um, I don't know. Okay, so I actually like have a theory on this. Good question, Kayla, by the way. Um, I listened to a podcast called country (laughs) no they do these ted talks where they call they bring in multiple ted talk interviews and that are on like similar ish topics and they mash them all together they're incredible i may have talked about this on the podcast before maybe not but there's this climber who climbed in yosemite el capitan completely without any uh, strings his name's alex i forget his last name any gear talk about pinocchio so he planned it out and so he was brought on to this podcast and the topic was risk they also had like a gambling expert they also had like someone else and the way that they talked about risk was so interesting he said like that because everyone thinks it's risky to climb el capitan it's like one of the bigger it's insane actually to climb it without gear without any strings or any pulleys or anything and he said that it's not a risk because the way that he went about it was so methodical and with so much knowledge and so much experience that he would never have done it if it was a risk to himself. Like he wouldn't have done it if he didn't feel confident in every move. He practiced every single move, three variations through the entire thing, like multiple times before he climbed it. Well, when you don't have a safety net of sorts or in his case, strings and cables and everything, then you have to be absolutely certain. You have to be smart about it. You have to go into it. Not all willy-nilly. It's like Hernan Cortez famously burned the ships when they arrived to conquer wherever they were conquering because they did not want an escape route. They either were going to win or not at all. Right. And so I think it's interesting to think about risk in ways. It's like, yeah, people will probably say that I've taken risks, but in those moments you're so confident in yourself or in the outcome or the okay with it. If it doesn't go well, that it doesn't, it doesn't feel like a risk. Yeah. But I would say that I hold myself back for sure because I like two feet on the ground and I like to know what outcomes are. And I think that's a little like anxiety driven, you know, Mm -hmm. like the what if and, but I think I have this thing. I think when I think about it, it's so funny. This specific question to me calls in a way that like, I do hand up studios, the small business. I'm not really willing to like go full force with it. We've talked about this before, Cody, because it feels like a risk because it feels like I have to bet on myself fully. And so I have uncomfortable betting on yourself. No, not really. It's just like I have two part time jobs 
that I'm really confident in. I know they'll pay me and I know that I'll have consistent pay and I know I'll pay rent. Yeah. <laughs> and then I have Hand Up Studios, which, you know, I have one foot in, one foot out, which I'm going to work on this year. And it's something I'm definitely pushing for. But it's like this risky venture, you know, that, you know, it could all crumble away. But that's the thing with it. And I know this to myself. If it all falls apart, I'll get a job and everything will be fine and nothing bad will really happen. I'll just have like quote unquote failed which who gives a shit and what is failure anyways right what about you what holds you back i guess for me it depends on the kind of risk i like to think i am a risk taker i think you are i could see that yeah i'm a risk taker and sometimes those are good risks that are beneficial sometimes they're sketchy risks i am a risk taker and so not a lot holds me back from risks but as i get older i do think of I do. I would say the biggest thing that holds me back from dangerous risks that I may be grateful for that I've never taken would be something like in the back of my head, is this being a good role model to my niece and nephews? Is this something that I would be proud of if proud of if this is is this something I'd be proud of if it was on the cover of the New York Times? These are the things that I think of when doing sketchy risks, which has saved me a lot of trouble in my life, I'm sure. And then things that maybe keep me from risks that could be beneficial in my life is, you know, the usual that a lot of us struggle with uh, imposter syndrome Absolutely. and not being a good cheerleader to yourself. So on one hand, I think that it's a cool question, Kayla, because there are certain things that hold you back from risks that are for your benefit. And there are certain things that hold you back from your risks that are ways that you could grow and learn and and take those risks. Right. Some part of it is the evolution of surviving, right? Yeah. Part of it is like, it's smart that you're not taking these stupid risks. intuition. It's that gut feeling. I remember being teased from certain people in my life for like never, and this is going to sound so stupid, but it's true. Like back in the day, like 2010 through like 2015, I feel like Coke was really popular, like in the party scene. Only then? No, I mean, it obviously is. It's yeah. never going to go out of style. Coke is like always like... Coke is never going to go out of style. It's never going to go out of style. But I've never done it. Me I've either. never, ever, ever done Good it. for us. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I want to cheers to have never snorting cocaine Me or too. any other kinds of ways of taking it. Yeah. And, and no shame if you have. It's just one of not these fun vibe. little if, things. If you're not going to do it, why do it? You know? Cheers. Nothing to do it but to not do it. Good cheers. for us. <laughs> and... Um, Obviously, I know plenty of people who like played around with it and they have perfectly normal, like great, great lives and they're super smart and responsible and all of that. It's just one of those things that I was just always too scared to even get near. Yeah. Because I I was, yeah, it felt really risky. That felt really risky. I mean, that's, I totally agree with you. There's, I've been offered every drug that you could think of and then some that maybe you can't think of. And I've said no. And that is because I just know myself and I am a man of excess and I don't know limits. And so I know that there's a risk there for me to try drugs because I know that it would be a problem for me. Yeah. So I don't try drugs. I've never tried. I've never tried drugs. And I'm confident in saying that. I guess it depends on what you consider a drug. Right. People consider weed, maybe shrooms, drugs, but not this guy. I mean, I've never done meth, heroin, cocaine, yada, yada, yada. Body, yada, 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 yada. I've done that drug. <laughs> I've done Megan the Stallion. She's a drug in herself. Feels real good to be on Meg. <laughs> Feels good to be on Meg. I have a really funny and embarrassing story. What? To tell you guys. So 
um, last week, a big swell came in for surfing, like a big swell, like great waves and stuff, multiple yeah, yeah. days in a row. And last Saturday... Do swells last multiple days? Yeah. Not to cut you off. Yeah. They'll come in for a full week, like, or multiple days, or sometimes it's just one day. Interesting. It's almost like a storm. Yeah. Tsunami watch. In the, in the we'll ocean. We'll have to circle back to the well, tsunami of Ventura. It's in here. Oh, it's in here. sorry. No, it's okay. Cheers. Cheers to this... <laughs> Cheers to whatever, man. No, come on. You have to cheers. say toast. I want to cheers to being on the same page okay. and just vibing it out together. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, so Saturday morning, it's my friend and I who surf together. He's like 36, has a couple kids, lives in Ohio. He's an aerospace engineer. He's like my buddy. We're, we're really, we're like pals. I love him. Yeah. And we surf at, he, I can only surf with him if I go out at like 7.30 or 7 a.m., 6.30 on Saturday mornings. Why? he just has a whole fucking life and kids and shit and it's like the only time he can get up and you know not totally. not feel responsible and totally. so so we're really excited about this swell and i just haven't surfed in so long and the waves have been so small that i didn't really take in consideration what he was like yeah they're three to four foot waves with like good energy and i was like okay let's go to rencon fuck yeah let's go to rencon i was stoked i was just yeah. stoked because i was like it's going to be consistent good waves i'm fucking ready you know yeah not to mention that, like, I can't really surf four foot waves on any day, Is no that matter considered what. Considered a big wave. I'm being totally ignorant here. No, that's like the start of like a really good wave. Yeah, okay. that's, that's the start of a really good wave. Is like four feet. Um, and so yeah, it's. I mean, for me, it's big. And so I didn't really think about it. Threw caution to the wind. Took a risk. Here I am risking it. I'll yeah. risk it. I'll risk it out in surfing, which I've gotten better about because it's not safe. But so anyone who's been to Rincon, there's two entries. We call it the Ventura side, Santa Barbara side, left, okay. right left parking lot was full so i was like damn it's gonna be hella busy out there you know yeah we parked on the right side i've never parked on the right side and surfed down there i've parked on the right side and gone to the beach but so we parked on the right side i saw a ton of people parking and getting out and like not taking their boards but i was like they're just here to watch because there's must be so many people in the water Uh uh-huh we walk to the right we get in i only see like 20 people in the water is that not a lot no it's nothing for a big day at rincon yeah no nothing so i'm stoked i'm like hell yes there's not a ton of people let's fucking go we get in instantly i am out of my element the waves are huge they're really forceful where we got in specifically they fell like a wall which is like it doesn't fall in a line pretty it just everything just crashes at once and it's super strong so i'm like okay i'm gonna go behind the wave i'm not fucking with these yeah (laughs) i kind of almost got into a couple and i was like you know what I've done it before, especially when I first started learning. I would just send it and be like, I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. And then I, you get fucked up and then you can be underwater for too long. And I don't know. I just, Johnny Tsunami. The longer I've been surfing, the more I'm like, maybe I don't yeah. <laughs> do that. Yeah. So we went to a different area where all the other, like where the 20 people were. It was probably literally 10 people, but and we we're having some fun and I was wiping out a little bit, but having fun. And then I thought, I'm just going to kneeboard a wave over to the Cove side the Ventura side, like as if we would have walked on that end yeah. where we usually park and walk. Yeah. Then I'm like, it's called the point. They have a point just like Ventura does at Rincon. And I turn the point and there's like 30 people on the beach. And I'm like, okay, maybe they're all watching. These guys are really good. Yeah. And maybe their friends came out. Since it's a good day. Shark? No, Is no shark. Man of war. No, no animals. <laughs> okay, this is not that kind of story. No, and so then I'm like, okay, these people are watching, but who cares? There's a fun wave coming that you can totally catch and ride. And so I did. I caught it, rode it, had a blast. Anyone taking pictures? Hopefully not. While I was going. Okay. And so then 
that wave put me further around the, <clears throat> the point and I could see into the cove now. Yeah. The full cove. Yeah. I see 10 easy up tents. I see a scoreboard. I see <gasps> you flags. You were not in a surfing competition. <laughs> I see flags lining the beach. You were in a surfing competition? I see like 100 people on the beach now, not the 30 I thought before. Oh <laughs> my God. I and am, you won. No, I'm losing my mind, right? I'm losing my mind. I'm like, okay. Sage Erickson is <laughs> shivering in her wetsuit. Can I tell you that she competed that day? Of course she did. She's iconic. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, Stephanie, you've really done it. You know, you've really done it. You've really done it. You've done it now. You've really done it. You parked. There was a million people. People were not getting their boards out of the car, but you thought, let's send it in. You know, you're completely unaware. You've really unaware. done it now. One of the guys that were surfing caught a long wave and was paddling past me. And I was like, oh nervous. my. Well, I told him, I said, oh my God, I'm freaking out. And he goes, what's wrong? And like, I'm like, okay, I just turned the cove. And I realized like, look at all this. Is there a competition? Like what's happening? I, I feel so mortified right now. Yeah. And I'm freaking out, you know? Yeah. And he's so cutest. He's like, he's like, oh no. Oh he's like, no. He goes, <laughs> he goes, oh no, the competition is paused currently because there's a tsunami warning. <sighs> Okay. There's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. Guess what? What? I could care less about the tsunami. I didn't even, it didn't register. Yeah. It didn't click. It didn't click because in Ventura, you're like, what kind of tsunami Who are we cares? dealing with here? Who We're cares? a bunch of drama queens in I'd, Ventura. I was like, perfect. I'll die instead of being embarrassed. I'd rather. I'd rather. I'd rather. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, Rain on me, tsunami. So I just say, okay. And he goes, you're good. As long as you're above the blue flag right there, see that blue flag? And I was like, yeah, I do now. Thank you. He's like, as long as you're above that, like, they're not going to care about you. And I was like, yeah, but how embarrassing am I? I was like, I'm not good enough to be out here. First of all, the first sign, you know what the first sign should have been? What? Everyone else is riding a short board. I am the only one out there with a soft top longboard, like a fucking kook. Oh, my God. And so I was like, yeah, I have my longboard. So I'm just like having fun. They're small over here. He's like, yeah, totally. He was the nicest person ever. So how did you place? I didn't know. So I got the fuck out of there and went back to where everyone else was. I was telling my friend Nick. My friend Nick, who's like 36, is like this punk. He grew up in Santa Barbara. He's super smart. He doesn't have like real shame like Uh the rest of us carry. He's like, who gives a fuck? Have fun. Like, don't care what anyone else on the beach says. I said, Nick, I'm not there yet. Make it work for you. After I have a couple kids and I'm older, yeah. I won't care. Yeah. But right now, <laughs> I'm really embarrassed. You're really embarrassed. <laughs> and so, you know, we fuck around a little bit. We like play in the water and he cuts just a couple more waves and I'm like just dying. I'm just dying. And so we get out and then we're on the bat. If you're in the water during a tsunami, it's not as bad. When you're on the shore. Sure. You can get you know, tossed into a wall, into someone's house, into a cliff. Like, you know, it's kind of bad. Well, at that point, you're in the water. No, I'm out of the water now. And I'm like, so we got to get out of here. (laughs) Yeah. And it's You're not allowed to drink that. This is not, we're not proposing (laughs) a toast. Can I have water? You can have water, but you're not allowed to drink that. So it was just, it was just that whole experience was so funny and so classic, Stephanie, of like, Neither of us knew there was a surf competition that morning. Nor a tsunami. Nor a tsunami. From the volcano. From the volcano. Have we lived through enough? (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the thing. I'm not going to take pity on the small surge we had in the one boat we lost in Ventura County for like Um, the... the There were kayaks displaced in the harbor. (laughs) I was very concerned to watch Kenneth Smiley's Instagram story and see these kayaks being swept out to sea. I texted Emily and I was like, Emily, there is a tsunami. And she's... Someone knocking. No, that was me. Sorry, just oh, being. Cheers big. to you cheers. being weird. <laughs> cheers. Oh, you said cheers to me being weird. 
Oh, so I you said the toast. Made it. Well, you someone to, has to tell me to toast. You don't You're get not. to make the toast unless I oh, tell you then- to. We're not going to... Oh, cheers to Stephanie making weird noises and making me think people are at the door. Cheers. Yeah. Well, the kayaks, I hope, were returned. But, like, what about the people on Tonga Island and they had to get their king out of there and they lost Wi-Fi. They lost internet and electricity. Is that where the volcano was? I'm a little more concerned about them. Is that where the volcano was? Yeah, it was off the coast. Okay, get this. If you were living in New Zealand, Uh the the sheer sound of it sounded like bombs were going off. So people had to wake up in New Zealand to that sound and not know what was going on. There, the volcano, I'm not being dumb. No, it's The volcano okay. was in New Zealand? No, it was close enough that they could hear the rupture. I thought this volcano was like by the Channel Islands, and that's why this was happening to us. That was that far away? Cody. I'm serious. I thought it was at least closer to us. You thought... I'm a serious. volcano went off in the cha- near the Channel Islands. All and it these wasn't- locals were posting about it. I thought it was like a local thing. I I swear, not like next to the Channel Islands. It's just a coastal city thing. All the coasts had like perhaps kayaks going out to sea. Perhaps. Wow. Yeah. I'm glad. Wait, where's Tong? Where's this place where the king was in danger? Tongo, Tonga, Tongo. You guys, we don't know enough. Have you ever been enough. to the Tonga Room in San Francisco? No. Amazing. It's in the it's in the Four Seasons Hotel, Biltmore, and um, my sister might have gone to that. Yeah, and there's a big boat in the middle of it. My sister might have gone there for dinner for her birthday. Oh, it's a great place to go they, for your birthday. You, and she said she had to stay at the hotel because that was the only way to get a reservation because they're so booked. <laughs> I never had to stay there to get a reservation. I'm not sure. I never ate there for dinner though. To be fair, there I've only go. had cocktail hour yeah. there. That might be where she went. That's and the awesome. band plays on the boat. She sent us pictures and videos and it looked like the coolest place. So to make a long story short, the manager of the Tonga room in San Francisco, they had to rush him to safety. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> That's what From I, the volcano. That you know erupted? what? That's exactly what I'm saying. Cheers. Cheers. You are fucking up your own game. You go. You're making. You oh, go. And then sorry. I do the cheers. I want to cheers the Tonga room, the manager at the Tonga room and my sister who enjoyed the Tonga room. I hope they're okay. And them only. Cheers. Cheers. That was a great story, Stephanie. It's kind of it's it's a silly That's an A plus story. Um <laughs> You know what I really do want to talk about? <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Your newfound addiction to Candy Crush. Listen. Listen. Let me tell you. I don't know if it's the little vibrations that the phone does when you crush oh, candy. Oh, you can change that. No, I like it. <laughs> I like it because yeah. it adds a sense of like, I'm like demolishing this candy. And it's very hard. I'm stuck on this one level. Stephanie upset me last night, everybody. Oh. We met to go see <laughs> Hannah. We, we didn't. <laughs> I didn't I know you were along. coming. I showed up. We made no plans. <laughs> I showed up to support Hannah Jobis, who was singing and playing at Topa Brewing Company last night and did a fabulous job, even though we did talk through her set and she apparently roasted us while we talked through her set. You and I were talking. We were there physically, maybe not mentally. Apparently, she was just to the whole restaurant talking about how we were talking through a set. About how we're too important to and everybody stop talking. apparently was just staring at us mean mugginess and you know what good guess what though what it didn't kill my vibe i was still i it it actually encouraged my vibe i was having a great time but where was i going what does this have to do with candy crush oh you told me last night oh yeah when you and i met there after making exclusive plans to hang out (laughs) (laughs) that 
I was like, I'm really good at it. And you're like, everyone's good at it. It's not a hard game. Okay, I, I didn't resent say you that for it's that. not I a re- hard game. I, I just- resent that accusation because I have not been able to... I've been working often, like, for a long time to beat this one level I'm at. It's really hard. They want me to crush 87 of these, like, little frosting blocks. Yeah. Not an easy thing to do. Here's the thing. The game is designed to be extremely addicting and fast-paced in the beginning, so they hook you. They hooked me. They make you think you're good. They hooked me. And then they crush you with one of these hard levels. They candy crushed me. It's also just funny because it's an ongoing internet sensation that only old women play Candy Crush. Not only. (laughs) No, you're beating the stereotypes. Cheers to beating stereotypes and not fitting into the status pro quo of maybe what... What is it? Not in the status quid pro quo. Is like what? <laughs> what does that mean, anyways? Quid pro quo. Quid squid pro quo. It means this for that. Yeah, but no, for the squid pro quo, because there's a tsunami, and I'm worried about the squids. <laughs> I just think that it's important that we are inclusive and break out of the box, and we talk about how vulnerable it is to enjoy a hobby that maybe isn't necessarily targeted towards you. Great. Cheers. Cheers to Candy Crush. Great. And breaking stereotypes. <laughs> Cody, who knew you were so fucking brave? Call who knew? Call stereotypes hard candy because I'm crushing them. Wow. Um, I love it to the point where <laughs> I keep failing at this level, and all the time when I fail this level, I kept thinking in my head, Stephanie said this was an easy <laughs> game, and I can't. Even Should beat I start this playing level. and see if I have a hard time? Yeah, try to beat level. What level is Le- it? You're already on like look. level three hundred. Is the problem? No, I'm not. That's what's sad about it is that I'm not even at level fifty. <laughs> While you look at your number, I just want to say a PSA to everyone here, everyone listening, and everyone in the whole world. If we could reach the whole world with this message, people all over the world, join, join hands. In. Start a love game. Oh, love, love train. Love Candy Crush game. Okay. I'm on level 43. It's really hard. There's even a skull and crossbones. It's like an evil That's level. It's a bad level, dude. And what's crazy is that when you run out of hearts or lives or whatever, they make you wait 20 minutes and to play again. And you've been setting up 20-minute timers. You have a problem. You have a sickness. I'm not paying for lives. I'm not paying for well, lives. What, what would so be so bad if you missed the 20 minutes? What do you mean? Like, it's okay. Just, you know, put the phone down. You well, I have. Like, the alarm has gone off. I've just turned it off and moved on with my life. But it's nice to know when I'm ready to play again, that time <laughs> has passed. But I refuse. How I, else would you know time has passed? And you'll be proud of me, Miss Anti-Capitalist. I, they offer either for you to pay for it, which, of course, I'm not feeding into. And then they let you watch an advertisement for more lives. I will not watch that advertisement. Oh, here's what I do. I put the ad on, put my phone like five feet away and I don't watch it. And I say, subliminal. I push the ad and then I go put my phone down. Subliminal. Face down. Face down, ass up. That's the way I like to crush. Oh, you probably do though. Honestly. That wasn't a cheers, but we have to do it. I didn't mean to do a cheers noise. Cheers Cheers. to your freaky positions while playing Candy Candy Crush. Crush. Here's the thing I want people to know. PSA. You ready? I'm taking bigger gulps than you. That worries me. I'm making a big statement. Okay. No one, and I mean no one. No one. No one. No one. Isn't that Getting like Alicia Keys? No one. No one. No one. 
no one can get in the way of what I feel for you. What were you saying? What was that? Stephanie, I love goosebumps. <laughs> I what forgot, is that? I forgot to tell. I, I was supposed to surprise you with this. Stephanie, you did. You uh, did. I have goosebumps. Okay. What is that? Are you ready? Was that applause? Hold on. I'm like Tinkerbell. I need them to clap so I can live. <gasps> I have Wait, do you want to hear all the sounds we have? We no. Have a br- we have brand new recording system. No. You I want, want me you to, to sprinkle them in? Me. Absolutely. You okay. were saying no one, no one, no one. No one, no one, no one, no one, no one, no one, no one. No one needs you to post on Instagram what your Wordle of the day score is. What is Wordle? Your Everybody's Wordle, playing. I play it, I but know I don't you need do. to you post it. You're the only person I know that plays it. And then I saw a meme today that it's like everyone's playing it. And I'm like, Stephanie's really ahead of the curve. But what is it? I'm not. It's. I think you started it. It's like a word game on your safari browser it's not an app i know that's why when you sent it to me i said no 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 no, 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 no. no. you want me to put my porn hub on the back burner to play a word game no no you can just start a new tab no 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 i don't i do i'm a one tab kind of guy and so really no okay but i'm not i don't like to mix like blowjob porn and word games in the same like group i need people to stop i'm in some close friends and people keep posting their fucking wordle score that's not what close friends is for i'm, I'm sorry I'm that's judging. not what not what close friends are for close friends is for risky photos shit talking yeah and posting really far <laughs> left or really far right propaganda wow yeah and that's that being on a like gay thoughts close i'm on all my gay friends have close friends lists and every single time you see that green circle you're like it's gonna be them doing cocaine or it's gonna be them in a towel with a very visible penis outline i think close friends is for your truest expression of yourself sometimes i'm singing sometimes i'm dancing sometimes it's my face saying you ever eat all your snacks and then you have a tart tummy like you know what i mean like Cheers to that. Cheers to eating snacks fast and having a tummy ache because you have no self-control of your life at 29. (laughs) Cheers. But that's just for the girlies. That's just for the close friends. Yeah. It's for the Maybe it's, it's a side boob. Maybe it's an under boob. Maybe it's me on the toilet. That's I'm gonna not... start exclusively posting pictures of my under boob on my close friends. <laughs> you That's should. It. That's where it goes. That's it. That's where it lives. That's it. That's where it's supposed to be. That's it, baby. That's it, baby. <laughs> Let's go to our notes. <laughs> That's showbiz, baby. No one. No, no one. Oh my god. No you know what's crazy about Alicia Keys? What? I woke up the other day with so this isn't is this about alicia keys or is this about you it's about both of us me and <laughs> right. alicia when i think of alicia i do think of you thank you neither of us wear makeup and we're both gorgeous nonetheless you know what i can i tell you something that before <clears throat> i do fill in my eyebrows damn it i wear more makeup than alicia keys when she goes when she did that at first i was like that's what i would do when i'm yeah. rich and famous i'll be doing that she was but just no, on. She was just a guest judge on Drag Race, and RuPaul there in his full drag made a joke. He was like, "We have a lot in common. Neither of us wear makeup." <laughs> Amazing. Um, Did she laugh or was she like awkward? She went. Ha, 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 ha. No, she didn't. No, she did. She's so cool. <laughs> um. Anyway, I woke up the other morning with this girl is it's on fire. fire. I know you came over. You came over and sang it a bunch. Do you ever just play that loud, though, and you just get it? That song could get it. 
Looks like a girl, yeah, but, but she's, she's a flame. Hanging in the fantasy, making in a tidal wave. It all ties together. It all, honestly, full circle. What's the song where she's like, I don't care about the diamonds. I just want your love. You're talking about like Jesse J. Don't care about the bling, bling, bling. No. <laughs> no, at least she did it first, y'all. Um, back to Kayla's notes because she has another good one. Let's go back to Kayla. This Kayla, episode Kayla, is sponsored Kayla. by Kayla Chase. Oh, wait. Yeah, let's do that. You know, Cody, podcasts don't just make themselves. What on earth are you talking about? They're a lot of work. It goes way beyond just sitting down and talking. Are you kidding me? No, think about it. The editing, sound mixing, getting those streaming platforms. The production side is a lot of work. Stephanie, I quit. (laughs) No, Cody, no. This podcast is produced by my partner, Ace and I, owners of Hand Up Studios. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This isn't the only podcast we produce or promote either. You have clients nationwide. I see your hustle. Yes, we do. That's what's really cool about it. Folks from all over have great things to say, amazing content to share, and we help them get their voices out there. You give them a hand up if you will. (laughs) Now you're getting it. I cannot imagine what it takes to produce a successful podcast beyond blabbing into this mic. And the cool thing is that you don't have to. That's what Hand Up Studios is all about. People have these incredible podcast concepts and we want to make them happen. If you didn't do it already, I'd hire you anyways. Well, thank you very much. Hand Up Studios is accepting projects now. Whether they're new podcasts that need producing or existing ones that would benefit from the support of our editing and more. Do they email handupstudios at gmail.com? That's right. They email handupstudios at gmail.com. Do it. I need new podcasts to listen to. We are still in the middle of this one, though. Oh, that's right. Back to the show. And we're back with more of Kayla Chase's hard-hitting questions. Yes. Why does it feel like lately I've been forking out so much money just to live? Stephanie, this has your name written all over it. Well, wool. My wool. Mom, my music. If you've been buying wool, you know. <laughs> my sister and I say wool, and my mom and my wool. dad think they're so funny. When they grow up, they're like, what are you, a sheep? They would go, bah, what are you, a sheep? Bah. Well, well, ma'am. Whale. I like to say whale. I don't know. Honestly, I have no money right now either. And everything does seem more expensive. I was at Trader Joe's the other day. And this is the first experience I've had at the Ventura Trader Joe's where like shelves were empty. Really? Like they had nothing. And then I thought about it. You know how the CDC just shortened the window for the I cannot fucking keep up. The CDC, the only window CDC is using is like Windows 1999 because <laughs> they don't fucking know what they're doing. Um, and so everyone said let Omicron rip because it's like not as many hospitalizations. So you let Omicron rip, but then people have to stay home from work. So then food's not being processed. It's not being packaged. It's not being stocked. And then I restaurants think- are being closed. No, Chiola was closed for weeks. Yeah, and what so are we gonna also do? it's so funny. <laughs> um, if you are on the like Twitter game, which I'm not, but Blair is, and she posts all this stuff, so then I get to see what's on the Twitter because <laughs> lady whistle, lady whistle down. Oh, cheers to Blair Brainy, very good f- dear friend of both of us, friend of the show, and who knows, maybe we'll hear her coming up here soon. Cheers, cheers to you, Blair. Love ya. Thank you for educating us. She likes to post these tweets where there's these people on Twitter who will do like this investigative stuff because all these companies have raised prices because they're saying inflation, gas prices, lack of like workers, all this stuff is raising prices. Yeah. And they have these ex- these and <coughs> like financial analyst experts that are on Twitter and they will deep dive in on a company. They'll say someone will tweet and say do Kellogg's because the cereal just jumped a dollar 50. Yeah. They'll go in 
And so basically all these companies under the guise of inflation or under the guise of like everything's so expensive right now because labor shortage and stuff. So things cost more. So I think to the average person's like that makes sense, right? Yeah. Then you go and look at the financial breakdown of Kellogg's, for example, and it shows that they returned, you know, 15% more to shareholders this year than any year before that their profits are so much that their CEO got a $1 million price increase yeah. while the lowest level employee hasn't gotten a raise in five years. So it's like this whole, it's this, they're jumping in on this fake inflation thing that's going on. Do I believe it's happening in some industries? Yes, obviously. But I think a lot of companies are jumping on board because it's an opportunity to say like, Oh yeah, it's inflation. It's crazy. Right. And like raise their prices. So everything's more expensive, but also what's her name again? Kayla. Kayla. Sorry. I was going to say Kayla. And then I was like, Stephanie, you're going to fuck this up. Could you imagine? I'm so bad with names. I've been doing that lately with I'm, one person in particular. Yeah. I fuck up names all the time. I've called them 15 <laughs> different names just to you, <laughs> thankfully, and not to them. Yeah. But yes. Actually, yikes. I know who you're talking you know about. What I'm talking, I call them everything under the sun. I keep being like, okay. I call them everything under the Have sun. Have you noticed that I haven't corrected you? I'll just respond no, with their because you cr- know when I, I text them, it's the correct name. Yeah. So Kayla... I also just want to tell you to stop buying stuff. <laughs> Only I think that's the point. I out think of she like, can. Out of love and respect. I think that's the point. No, of course. Like you have to buy gas, which is insane right now. You have to buy food, which gas is, insane. is insane. But like, don't let capitalism get you. Don't let those ads get you. Don't spend like. Don't think you need another shirt unless you really do. There's obviously there's right. circumstances. Right. But also, I've been dealing with this myself because I spend money too easily, and so we're together here, Kayla. Not that I'm saying you spend money easily, but it does seem way more expensive to live these days. And I think it has probably in the last two years increased faster than it has throughout our other life, like throughout our lifetime. These last two years, prices have probably increased quicker than. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we're fucked. I mean, I don't have a lot to bring to this. (laughs) I don't have a lot to bring to this because I'm a little tipsy. But do you feel it? Yes and no. Right now. Yes and no. Right now is the wrong time to ask me because I am on day 20 of not smoking and it shows in my bank account because cigarettes are so expensive and I was smoking a pack a day. So I'm, I've saved already this month over $200 and I, because it, Cigarettes are twelve dollars. My cigarettes that I smoked were twelve dollars. I'm a doing day. an impromptu cheers to Cody for fucking not smoking and being a financial wizard and cheers, saving money. Cheers to saving money by not smoking. Cheers. But not really. I mean, I'm because I'm adding years to my life. That's expensive. Also, so that's going to even out. Cancer in this country is really expensive to have. <laughs> what Kayla also asks what moments in your life give you nostalgia and why I remember seeing this question Cody sent these to me a long time ago and that question stood out to me and I've been really excited to I've been thinking about it a lot but Cody you can go first um the first thing that pops in my head is like I just loved the time when I first came out of the closet and I was going out and integrating myself into the gay world and it was just, uh, there was a cool crew of people I was around, and like one of my best friends, Sarah, today's her birthday. Happy birthday, Sarah. Um, she and I would like go out, me and my friend Jennifer would go out. Like it was just like a really cool, I was, I was a serial dater, but in like a positive way. It wasn't like toxic fuckboy situation. It was just like fun, open, free. You know, when you, when you, or pretending to be someone for so long and then you get to be your authentic self. It was like getting to meeting people as me for the first time in my life was such a fun and exciting experience. I'll always look back and cherish my early 20s. 
Cheers to living your authentic truth. Cheers. So the way I you? the way I read the question was what gives me nostalgia. So I'm going to go with that rather than like what are you nostalgic about? Right. Did I misread it. No, no, no. I think that I think it's cool that we both have different perspectives on the same question. Yeah. Um, I would say something that always gives me nostalgia is a certain type of weather. Oh, a certain type of day and weather has me pining for like it just makes me really excited for life. Tsunami my past weather. <laughs> But do you know what I mean? Like the certain degree of weather, how sunny it is, how the air smells, like it really gets me in my feels about my past. Can I give you two styles of weather and hear what first comes to mind as far as nostalgia? Absolutely. It is a warm, just slightly breezy. There's beautiful fluffy clouds in the sky that you can visually see move. An easy, easy day growing up where like Kelsey and I rode our bikes miles and miles and we laughed and we fell and got hurt and we rubbed like we used to do this thing where Kelsey taught me this. If you fall and you like hurt yourself, if you rub it and like you work the the blood through, uh-huh. you'll have less bruising. And so oh. we, I remember we would like laugh, cry, rubbing our bruises after falling off our bikes. And then we get back on our bikes and like ride around and it was just I so free. That. And then at, it's kind of like a long pool day. Like at the end of the day, you can just like take a big sigh and you sleep better than you ever yeah. have. And you sleep in a bed where it's like the, the blankets lightweight because it's the perfect temperature out yeah. you know it's just like ugh, i just love easy days that you are just laughing and in the sunshine and i don't know you could sweet, actually sweet take moments. a frozen spoon and rub it on a hickey and it does the same thing oh nice it breaks up the bruise the more you know the more you know um how about last one how about a um hot sweltering hot summer day where it is over 100 degrees but you're off work I think that it would bring up more recent memories in my life living in coastal areas. No, like (laughs) living in coastal areas, like even when I lived in Long Beach, thinking of like a really hot, muggy day, because it's like muggier and it's a little thicker in Long Beach, the air. In my opinion, it's like it's more humid down there. And so those really thick, hot days where you're drinking ice cold beverages, maybe you've had a few otter pops. We oh. we had an otter pop moment in Long Beach where we had a freezer full of otter pops. And so it's like maybe you've had like six otter pops during that day. What's your and- favorite color otter pop? Lime green. I don't fuck around with favorites on those. People oh. are so funny about that. I'll oh. eat any. It's the same thing with Skittles. Everyone wants the red ones. I'm like, I'll take any Skittle I can get. Oh, I just caught a train and I don't want to interrupt you. Go, go, go. Is that okay? Yeah. I just saw an article today. <laughs> I think it's very silly. But, you know, whatever. Um, Mars, the company, which is yeah. in charge of a lot of candies. Yeah. Um, you know, the M&M characters. There's the yeah. red kind of grumpy, the yellow dumb one, the green, green. kind of hoochie mama yeah. style, all kinds of ones. Um, they are trying to make them more inclusive, they said. How are you going to make M&M's inclusive? You want to know how? How? The green M&M wears white go-go boots, like knee-high go-go boots. They're turning them into sneakers, and which is very not inclusive to go-go dancers. Inclusive. Um, And the red one is going to be less grumpy. And the green one, and apparently there's a brown M&M that's also is portrayed as a female m&m they're apparently going to be more in cahoots than in competition with each other and i just think the whole thing is odd because they're candies of rainbow assortments what the fuck is going on what the absolute 
libtard fuck is that? That is pretty libtard fucking shit. That's some libtard bullshit if I've ever heard it. That is a company trying to stay relevant. Guess what, guys? Guess what, Eminems? No one gives a fuck about those characters in a real sense. And they're sense. actually, they're all known as being different genders. They're removing the gender. There's no gender the, to them. They're fucking Eminems. You guys, here's the problem. is they like are all M&Ms. this The libtardation of that is the fact that it's like no one... <laughs> No one is sitting around thinking like, that's a boy, that's a girl. They must do X, Y, and Z. They must be hetero. No, we've never assigned you a gender know, to these people, to these MMs. Absolutely know that multiple people have jacked off to the green MM. Does the MMs need to come out as they, them? Are we going to get pronouns for these fucking things? They're coming out as M slash M. <laughs> oh Are they coming out pronouns as M slash M? Was that me? <laughs> that was Asa. <laughs> oh my god! Did he add that? I thought that was, he recorded that oh, one. Boy, for yo, us. Yo, yo, yo. Can we hear it again? <laughs> boy, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> Cheers to Asa, man. He's the best. He was teaching me these other night, and I was a little stoned, laughing my absolute ass off. And then he was like, "What if I record one for you guys?" <laughs> Oh my he God. said that him and Alex are going to come switch D. This one is called D. Uh-huh. They're going to switch them randomly and I won't know when. Can they keep up with that? I want to hear it one no. more time. Okay. <laughs> I really like it. It's really good. He has I thought a sweet it fit voice. In. Yeah, of course. Well, um, here's what I'm I upset. believe. I, you know, we've talked about it before. I love how there is representation in media. I think that. It becomes so performative when it doesn't yeah. make sense. Like when we're talking M and M's, guys. Do you guys remember when we're talking camera phones and you're saying it's the most inclusive camera ever? That is performative. Those are just buzzwords. You're just so weird. I like I like things that make sense to me. You know, I like for instance, there was. I'm a Disney adult, so hear me out. There's parts of the Caribbean ride. I feel like I've been talking about this ride a lot. I don't know why. They had a scene in the ride where there was a pirate auctioning off wives, and it's these women that are literally chained together. And the whole bit was that the one is this heavy set woman, a fuller figured <laughs> woman, and none of them wanted to bid on her. They wanted the redhead who is like hot. She looked like the woman from Mad Men. Hot, um, hot, hot, hot. So they've changed it to the redhead is now running the auction and it's all these lady pirates that are AKA regular pirates. See here, let's be inclusive here that are just selling things that they've looted and has nothing to do with purchasing women. That makes sense to me because I don't really want my nieces to go on a ride and see that if you are a heavier body that you are not wanted by men and that you should be purchased or that you want to be wanted by men. The whole thing is fucked up. So I'm glad that changed. What I don't necessarily need my nieces to see is that a green M&M is wearing sneakers instead of boots. And somehow that makes them feel more included. That is silly to me. Okay. Okay, I'm going to play devil's advocate with the pirates of the Caribbean thing. Okay. Historically accuracy. Oh, let's go. It's, is it not more historically accurate that that's actually like what probably would have happened is they would have been auctioning off wives and someone wouldn't want to have wanted so, the bigger woman. So put that kind of material in a museum. This is a ride at an amusement park. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah, I'm there's on board. Also, there's also a skeleton that is driving a ship and moving. So do you know what I mean? Like, I this is what I mean of like when people play the history card and I hear you, Stephanie. No, it was just you. my first thought. Yes, I haven't yes. ever thought about yes, this. So I know. And but other where what this is reminding me of and not that this these are your thoughts, Stephanie. It's just reminding me of of when statues are coming down. People are like, you can't erase history. Right. You're not. Put that in a museum so people can learn how awful these people were, but remove the statue that is glorifying them. Right. You know? No, yeah. Remove from a children's uh, ride attraction. Sorry, Disney adults that listen. It's a children's attraction. (laughs) Well, also, (laughs) Disney doesn't need to be historically accurate. No, they don't. They really don't. And they aren't. So it it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. So I'm on board with you. I was just thinking through. (laughs) Cheers to Cody being right and me being wrong. (laughs) <laughs> it and will never happen again i mean they changed the ride as well because it used to be the pirates were running around circles chasing women love it like they would <laughs> they were on like almost lazy susans and that was the bit and they changed it so the the pirates are now like holding pies and the women are chasing them with a rolling pin which still feels a little memorable. no it's like they stole the pie the women's are working yeah. at because only women can like cook that's all they well that's historically for. accurate <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it checks out. It checks out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Disney fucks up people's. I think you have a great idea on like you know your young nieces and nephews like seeing the way that people are portrayed in society is a big deal. So, you know yeah. what fucked me up? What Tarzan's hot little body <laughs> to my young vulnerable You're mind. Like, Stop. I was so straight until then. Wrong. I remember having like girl crushes and then I don't know what, and then puberty hit and my hormones were like, no, 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 no. You just really think women are cool. You're not sexually attracted to women. Right. I, you know, I didn't understand. I have a, I have a uh, question that might, well, actually no. Bring it. You know, I'm very private. So be careful because I don't like to share too much. Have you ever, I'm going to use some great terminology here. Have you ever winked it? to female porn yeah you have absolutely i love it girl on girl no guy oh girl on girl no guy not winked it but watched it okay see because i think that's where i'm like maybe you're by if you winked it to two girls on two uh, girl on girl only because if it's girl on guy like yeah you could still be hot for that guy I love... He's just putting it in a hole. It doesn't yeah. really matter. I love two girl, one guy for some reason. Who doesn't? Right. Honestly. I know. There's something about it. Right. It's a greatest hits. Right. It's never going to go out of style. It's it's it's, it's a, an in and out burger. Some It's not always what I want every day. It doesn't make me feel great. But some every now and again, when you're driving by and it pops up... It's a little black dress. It'll always get the job done. It's a little black dress. It's a little black dress. We all have one. We all use it from time to time. I will tell you about the full length porn I watched when I was like in middle school. (laughs) No. It's my favorite thing. I wish I could find it. I actually tried to look for it and I can't find it. There should be no real circumstance where you're watching a full length porn. Not only that. It was on our family TV in the living (laughs) room (laughs) in the middle of the night while my whole family was home sleeping. That's a risk. You are a risk taker. I am a risk taker. (laughs) I watched it on the lowest volume, especially because my dad was prone to wake up at like three in the morning at the time. He would like work at like five and he'd wake up early. And so I was risking it and I was on, you know, HBO, something like that. Sorry, dad. Sorry, dad. No, he would have got a kick out of it. But it was about this woman. And she was a detective. Mm, hot already. And she had a absolute lazy eye. It was not just a Wait, lazy I eye. I have questions before you get into this. Yeah. How old were you again? Like middle school, like seventh grade. 
how did you access this i would try to watch like real sex or like taxi oh, yeah. confessions because they gave my what do you a piece of work a piece of kelsey and i would watch real sex all the time did you watch the one the vampires no Oh, it was so hot. It was these people in the 90s sucking blood. That's the AIDS crisis. Straight people pretending to be vampires is how AIDS started, and not the gays. Anyways, I love this movie. I wish I could find it. It was a, like, absolutely beautiful, busty black woman with a lazy eye. I'm talking. This eye was looking over there. This eye was looking over there. They were basically <laughs> crossed. They weren't talking to each other. No, they were looking all over the place. Thank goodness, because there's a lot of group action. Well, someone was murdered, and she thought it was a photographer. And so she goes to the photographer's house undercover as a model. And what better way oh. to find out who the murderer is right. than to fuck all the models? So I did watch lesbian porn. I was hard. But you know, when you're when you're going through like when you are like an adolescent that has gone through puberty, the wind blows in the right direction in your heart. Right. It doesn't matter. When you have a wanky. Right. It was it's like just different. new and just like obscure. But I remember I think porn at an early age does fuck you up because I remember being like, Why I just distinctly remember the like the photographer guy. I saw his pubes and I was like, Why are they that why is it that shape? Right. The, I was the like strips, tripping out. Yeah, he had like a weird, I just remember it was like a Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, th- I think also you're probably watching something made in the 80s, but you know. Oh, this was like, <laughs> uh, the first thing, that like the production value reminded me of Friends. So it was like probably 90s. Okay, I was just going, I was just thinking about Friends before you came over. What about him? How Who, old are you? Bridget, Brittany. No, 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 <laughs> the show. Oh. Um, I was Hi, wondering how old... They were supposed to be in that show. You don't want to know. You don't want to know. I do. I remember like halfway through the series, there was an episode about all of them turning 30. Okay. That's good. That's, oh. that's good for me because... To me, they're like 50. Really? Because I watched them so young. I remember thinking they were so old. No, I was like, they're in their 20s. They were in their like 20s when it started. Yeah. So, okay. That makes me feel good because um, I was just laughing. I don't know what I was doing, but I was thinking about my life because I walked into these boys making beer today. Yeah. My whole kitchen is a... Str- they're making bathtub gin. It's the whole bath, the whole bathroom, the whole <laughs> kitchen is a mess. And I was just laughing to myself, like thinking about my weird little life and how many like like i have this roommate and it's silly and the antics and stuff and i'm like well we're just like friends then i was like well how old were they because you know what they say so no one told you life was gonna be this way exactly hey i like where this is going but can we pause i have to pee and maybe put an ad in while i pee great is that okay yeah okay why is it so embarrassing to promote yourself Mm, it's not it kind of is it kind of makes me cringe to think about well maybe you're not a salesperson no i am now that's the point we are now that's why we have ad spots in our episodes just like this one exactly it's a space where we want to promote you so you don't have to we want to talk about your product your business your service your event we want to do the work for you and our listeners our little goobers they're big spenders baby they are dedicated listeners and small business supporters we know that because that's what this podcast is all about i didn't even think about that i think you did it all makes perfect 
perfect sense now. Just let us be your hype people. Exactly. So if you want us talking about your brand, service, product, business, or event, slide into our email and let's get the ball rolling. Absolutely. Send an email to topatalks at gmail.com. That's topatalks with an S at gmail.com. I think this could be the start of a beautiful relationship. That's showbiz, baby. Email us at topatalks at gmail.com today and let's get back to the show. And we're back. And we're back, baby. And I'm loving the vibe of this episode. I'm I'm elated. It's actually. so great. What were we talking about? Who cares? We're friends. We're friends. Who are you on friends? Um, I really want to be Phoebe. Yeah. That's my that's who I'd like to be. I see that. But I'm obviously Monica. It's unfortunate. But You're I, like a hybrid. I mean I think we can mix. You're like Phoebe and Monica. Yeah. Exactly. For sure. I'm definitely You're Joey. Like, I'm definitely like Joey <laughs> meets like um. Chandler thinks Samantha, he's funny. Joey and Samantha from Sex in the City. Oh, you're mixing now. Cinematic you're just universe. You're going okay, right? Cinematic universe, but that's too many sluts because Joey's slutty, Samantha's slutty. I'm not that slutty. You're not. I would be like Joey and Ross, maybe. I don't really like Ross. There's no. I'm Joey and Gunther. Oh my God, you're Joey and Gunther. I'm Joey and Janice. Chamla. Chamla. I'm Joey and Janice. Wow. You did friends, huh? Yeah. You know Start the, to finish. You know all the names. And the Thanksgiving episodes were the best. With the turkey on the head. Remember Brad Pitt? Do I ever? Hot. Do I? That was when he was like really hot. Really fucking hot. Fight Club like, hot. Just so hot. Oh, I remember reading an article about his diet in Fight Club and he said, and you could Google it, I'm sure. I bet I'm right. He said his favorite treat is a McFlurry, you know, for a little Americana. That's what he said. He's ridiculous. I wonder if I'm right about that. Probably. He's, ridi- he's I'm rid- a little, you my know, memory is a little weird. You know what some people would say? What? He's redonkulous. He's got a badonk donk So you're reading when we Crescent re- City and Where the Crawdads Are? <laughs> no, not Where quite. the Crawdads Sing. So, okay, I just wanted to check in on my reading goal for the year. First of all, I We've finished. all been wondering. Thank you. I know you guys have been dying to know. <laughs> I keep getting these texts. How much is Stephanie reading? We need to know. We need to know. So, hey, do you want a bookmark my grandpa made? Yes. 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 Okay. I, I cherish bookmarks. I'm not I love use it. I love them. Yes, please. It's not very cute. I don't care. I want it. I was I embarrassed my grandma because I found it and I was like, oh, did one of the kids make this? And she went, your grandpa did. Okay, I want it. I was like, when he was a kid? No. 100%. Okay. I'm going to need that. It's made out of leather, you vegan. Well. Don't tell Betsy. I didn't purchase it. It's being gifted. I'm not promoting the. It was already there. It's here. Cheers to using what you got because you got it already. That's actually sustainability. I have about one more gulp left. That's dangerous. Well, you know, maybe that says something about where this show is headed. Boy, yeah, 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 no, yeah, okay, yeah, wait, yeah, wait. I have I a better. It. I just wanted to press a button. I have a better sound for that. Say, say what you said again. Um, I forgot what I said. Say, be sad and say you only have one more sip left. Oh, you guys, I only have one more sip left. <laughs> I like it. You know, what it reminds me of Debbie Downer from Saturday Night Live. Yeah, absolutely. Can I do a Debbie Downer to that noise? My dream. Oh my god, this is like a big dream. Are you gonna talk through the noise? <clears throat> No, you have. I have to say something, and then you press it, and then I want you guys to imagine the camera zooming in on my face while I make a sad face. That's how Debbie Downer works. Okay, yeah, hold can on. you do it with your phone? <laughs> so on, let's on. set it up here. Let's see. We'll talk about friends. 
Friends was a great show, except for the fact that they had no people of color until Alicia Tyler. Perfect. That was great. That was great. That was... Can we do another one? That felt like a little too on the nose of your whole inclusivity (sighs) talk you just did, but I'm here. Can we do another one? Yeah. Hold on. Go. Friends was a great show, except for they used Ross's ex as a lesbian villain. Is that still inclusive? Friends was not a very inclusive show. What are you going to do? Oh, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I really like, I love Debbie Downer. I love Rachel it. Rachel Dratch. I think, it's a, I think it's a fun, 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 fun sound for us. She always used to joke about feline AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> holy fuck every time we say something that's an absolute downer we have to press that this is that's my favorite sound effect out of all of them is it after i go on a capitalist rant are you gonna be (laughs) i almost just broke the machine this is why i can't press the button this is why cody has no control over it this is why i have no i told asa asa goes are you gonna let cody press the buttons i said no (laughs) absolutely not because it'll just be that noise all the entire episode we're like no 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 (laughs) You guys, I'm going to get like a... (laughs) Come on, Steph. Okay. Cheers. (laughs) You guys. Cheers. I finished my drink. I am blocking the fucking... Okay, I'm done pressing it. We finished our drink. Is the episode done now? I'm just kidding. Bye. Too no. Much fun. I mean, I want another drink. Is Asa going to get more? <laughs> Can this be our first two-hour-long episode? <laughs> no. We Can have I more to something? get through. Can I tell you something? What? I was going to try to talk to you tonight. This is a conversation that About I feel what? like I'm not going to press a button. You could stop. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to press it. I <laughs> yeah, promise. Sure. Sitting on my hands. I was going to have a. I was like working myself up to have a conversation with you. <sighs> About what? About how. I may be more inclined for more fun, silly recordings in the evenings if we could be open to them being 45 minutes. Mm. (laughs) See, I'm scared to have this talk with you because for some reason, first of all, you are like so season one. (laughs) Here's the thing. So season one. Let me chat for a second. Sometimes. I feel like if I bring something up to you that I know you're not going to like, but that like traditionally you haven't liked or something. Yeah. Your instant reaction will just say no. I didn't say no. You said, no, no, no. Your instant reaction in your head is to say no. I didn't. You went, hmm. No. You want to know what I thought in my head? What? Sure. It's never going to happen, but we could tell her yes, because yes. they're going to be an hour and a half. No, they won't. You can say, you can say like one day if it's like, a Thursday like today. Yeah. And let's say I was a little more tired. I was fucking feeling life today. So I was like, let's fucking run it. The boys were making beer. Let's run this episode as long as we want. Let's run it. You were wearing a hair wrap when it came in after the shower. I just showered. I surfed like a goddess today. I fucking surfed today. Your skin was glowing. You were ready to record. Actually, I did a lot of stuff I loved today. You did. You did pottery. By the way, I have to say those shapes that you whipped out with that pottery, gorgeous. Thank you so much. Actually gorgeous. There's one that was ribbed for her pleasure right and had a line through each rib oh, that yeah. i just thought that is stunning you're liking that's that one. gonna be stunning when you glaze it you're liking that one i love that one i'm also i've decided 
we're all over the place, which I love. I've decided Please that... Please uncover the buttons. I'm not going to press them. It's just it's bothering me that you don't trust me to not press them. <laughs> because do you know what the listeners just went through with us? They loved it. I love I love hearing about your... I love hearing about your smut shit that you fucking yeah. read, okay, you bitch. Thank you. So I finished the third book in my smut detective series in the beginning of the year. So well, I'm, did they solve the mystery? <laughs> they sure did. <laughs> and they filled a few holes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Was it about a detective the undercover as a model to find out who murdered a You know what? <laughs> you know what? Did they have I would a read, lazy eye? I would read that book, to be honest. <laughs> Cheers. We have we've replenished our drink. Asa Asa popped in while we were having. When did he pop in? When, when we were having breakdowns. Yeah, when we had a breakdown. And he said, "Do you guys want more alcohol?" And I said, "Sure, fucking." This is this is why I've cut back on drinking so much because once it starts, baby. Cheers to Asa enabling it. You guys, we're having fun. This is my favorite episode we've ever done. Okay. Um, it is. It's my favorite vibe we've had. We're having a blast. I'm having a great we've night. Need, we need this. I'm having a great night. You I feel and like I, we're literally hanging out. You and I needed this. We need this connection. Yes, we did. <laughs> um, okay, so. <laughs> Wait. The, the drama <laughs> of episode one is squash. You guys, we're getting along. Stephanie's heart grew four times. Along. And she's not a grumpy bitch anymore. Stephanie and I are getting along. A bar called Country and I are getting along. Yeah. It's all the beef has been squashed. We're all friends now. We're all good friends. We are. Yeehaw. It's like the show. <laughs> oh, like Yeehaw. who would a bar called Country be? Chandler, because they party. Maybe. Yeah. Chandler, Chandler has like a big snorting coke vibe. He had a phase. Let's be honest. A bar called Country doesn't endorse drugs, Stephanie. Jesus no, I'm no, Christ. no, no. I wasn't connecting those two things. Okay. Um. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Woo, we can't stay out of trouble. Um. Okay. So I read a book called Crescent City. I've never read a fantasy book in my life. They have these characters that are like half human. You like half fantasy though. Fair. Like you watch fantasy. I watch Shadow, Shadow and, Bone. and Bone. That's like one of the Witcher? No. Barely I, even know her. I Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dad. <laughs> wait, wait, uh, wait. Say it again. Say the whole thing again. You ever watch Witcher? No. Barely even know her. Oh, I liked it. I love these noises. I want them to keep coming. I want That's them it. to keep coming. That's it, though. Yeah. Okay. That's all we have. She, once again, literally just pulled it away from me, <laughs> from the table. Like, she sees me looking at it like, I want it. We will be programming stuff you don't know about, so that it, we'll keep it fresh. Thank you. We'll keep it hot. Are you, lo- you know I love surprises. I want a burnout sound. Like, screeching? <laughs> I want a, like... um. Ooh. Oh yeah, something spooky, no doubt. Okay, yeah. so I've been reading this. I read this book called Crescent City. My cousin Ooh, Sammy, a he, sex sound. Wah, wah, wah. Every time you talk about books, sexy, sexy. My cousin told me you probably won't like it. Like you probably won't be able to get through it. Like it's really hard to read. Do you is like that, how I'm is being? It's one of those like thick fantasy. It's an eight hundred and six page is that book. A lot? Yeah, and the only I reason the only reason I made her voice like that is because like do not tell me I won't like something because then I will go ten times harder and like it more than you ever thought you liked it. And Sammy, I, who are you to gatekeep the fantasy genre? Well, she gave me the book, so technically she's she not. The gate. She gaslit she me code. a little bit. <laughs> she knew the gate code, and so I Sammy. cheers to Samantha for opening my eyes. And you know what? She gave me the first smut novel too. She's the wow. one who has opened up my life. What cheers. Was the first detective smut novel. The one that was uh, say you're sorry. Wow. Say you're Sammy. <laughs> Say you're Sammy. She's been giving me the best book recommendations. Are so, we ordering dinner? Not right now. Okay. So, 
gosh, can I get through this story? Maybe. So the Crescent City, it's all about these, there's different, like, it's all, any regular old fantasy book that any of you guys have read, where there's different types of animals, they have wizards, there's witches, they they all have different houses, there's rules, there's gods, all this stuff. There are demons. I love demons. You guys, it was, the sexual tension was insane. What kind of creatures are fucking... Oh, all kinds. It doesn't matter if you got a hole there. There's a place to fill it. Wow. But that's not like what the book was about. Like a hollow tree. This book was so tragic and beautiful. I want to live in this book. I keep thinking about it. Can I read it? Yeah. I won't. I keep thinking about, I keep thinking about like all the places, her apartment where she worked. Like I really am thinking about this book. apartment in the book? Yeah. She lives in an apartment. Like some goblin is in an apartment? No, she's a half fae, half human. Oh, like fat fairy? No, that's what people keep saying. So in other fantasy books, maybe fays are fairies, but she has like ears that kind of like elf, like tall, lanky, like elf, What's beautiful people. What's the difference between elf and a fairy? I don't know. Suki Stackhouse was a fairy, half fae. <laughs> yes. Suki. No, she wasn't. What was she? She, she was, was a, a human. No, she's a fairy. That's why all the vampires were so horny for her. Because she... she was the opposite. She was the antithesis of a vampire. They were darkness. She was light. But did she? That's why I... Bill kept saying, Suki. What are you? I didn't finish the series. Maybe you're right. I think that she just had like luscious, luscious blood and she was gorgeous, no, gorgeous. Was a, I got to the point where they even went to like the fairy club. It was like Vantasia, but that's a fairy right. She circus. did figure out she had something going on for her, but she didn't know. Yeah. In the beginning. Sorry. Sidetracked. No, it's okay. Anyways, I just, I just am like, I have been loving reading so much. I have been craving it. I haven't been watching as much TV. I'm a TV girl and I've been like, TV's not holding my attention the way books do. Yeah. And now I finished Crescent City, cried my eyes out, cried, cried, cried. Cried. I I told Samantha, I'm never reading another book again. This big eared bitch in an apartment made you cry. Nothing could come close to Crescent City. Really? Right. And so my friend gave my friend Callie gave me where the crawdads sing, which is a super popular oh, book. Well, I heard that's just beautiful for, yeah. And it's beautiful, but here's the thing with this that is calling me to it. <laughs> it's beautiful, but it's so tragic. Yeah. I love it. I, it's been really, a really good read. I read the first few chapters and it was really sad to read. It is. I was not in the right headspace. I'd like to, I still own the book and I'd like to read it, but just hearing this, I don't think it's a spoiler because it's literally the first two chapters, but it's this little girl who has alcoholic parents, it sounds like. Dad. An the alcoholic dad, yeah. dad and is and is just trying to make her own way while the <clears throat> her older siblings get out of a toxic situation just broke my heart. Yeah. That's what see, I love reading tragedy stuff. I love reading true crime. I so I didn't think that I would connect with where the crawdads sing because everything I heard about it, the first like couple pages i was like oh this writing is not my style it's very beautiful very descriptive heavy 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 imagery imagery which isn't usually what i go for but it's so tragic and sad and there's a death right they sprinkle in this true crime kind of like vibe to it right away that's kind of what it's about right and so yeah i'm into it it's really good it's really beautiful did the crawdads do it no i don't think they could have no they could have but um, enough of them Sure. But uh, I just think it's cool. I've Since I've been really into reading, I have found myself happier 
more excited by life. I don't know. I just, I think that spending less time watching TV and being on my phone has really improved and enriched my life and I'm super stoked off it. And I think that there's a genre for everyone out there. And I think the more you read, the more open to different genres you can be. Yeah. Like I've discovered a couple different things. They all have the same vein though. They're all surrounded by like death and tragedy, but there's like, you know, in the Crescent City's books, it's like sexy, sexy sex going on. As you like well. extremes of emotions. Yes. Whether it's ultra sexy, ultra tragic, ultra scary. But, you know, I have talked about that I love the author Chuck Palahniuk because to me, he's digestible. I need to write that down. I'd like you to read the book Survivor by Chuck Palahniuk, Stephanie, because I think that you in particular would find it really interesting because it's about someone from Amish country going on a plane i believe if i i mean i've read all these i i've read all of his books but like so that was weird um and he's like going on his rumspringa you know leaving his amish country and the plane crashes and he survives and it's about how the media turns him into this this character and he gets all this plastic surgery and he's a sellout and it's about him but it's about fame consuming someone is it fiction or nonfiction? all of chuck palinuk's work is fiction okay cool just curious and it's all very crass it's all very um extreme and it's all like a satire on society and culture amazing i love his there's a book called choke that i loved and i think they turned into a movie but i never saw it I haven't even seen Fight Club, but I read it. I'm so cool. Um, (laughs) But there's a book called Choke, and it's a guy that is like, and he's like an addict, and he's just kind of a con man. He's a terrible person. He was kind of raised to be a con man, and he goes, he's like horny all the time. So he's learned that if he goes to Sex Addicts Anonymous, he could find easy women. Pick him off. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? It's such a good, but he does this whole con where he goes to a fine dining restaurant. He pretends to choke on his food. And when these rich people save him with the Heimlich, they feel indebted to him and will send him money to make sure he's doing all right. Nice. It's an, he's an interesting writer. Yeah. Haunted was a good book. It was short stories of really disturbing tales. I mean, disturbing. I mean, not Is like, it like Black a Mirror. Ghost story. <laughs> I mean, beyond. Yeah. I mean, a kid that wanted to try butt stuff, so he put like a pool no, vacuum no, no, on no, his no. butt okay. and sucked his intestines yeah. out. Okay, we're good. Yeah. Um, cheers <laughs> to um, fi- finding fiction later in life and really enjoying it. Because <laughs> I've pretty much just been like a true crime or a self help book reader. So finding yeah. fiction and really loving it has been such a thrill. Yeah, it's been really awesome. So, and with that being said, if you have any books that you think I should read, please send them over. I'm on Goodreads. It's my new favorite social media What's app. That? It's this app where you can add friends and you make a list of books you want to read, books you've read, um, and then you can rate books. The book you're currently reading, you can update it, and people can like cheer you on. What a bunch of losers! I love it. It's so fun. Yeah, that I'm obsessed cool. with it. I have like six friends on there, and I need more. Like real friends in real life. Yeah, Who? and we're all like, um, okay. First of all, my not losers. No. I didn't say that. <laughs> One of my favorite reading buddies of all time right now is Ashley Adams, who owns Dead Betty. Um, her and I have been creating this amazing friendship. We text each other all the time, actually. I love her. <laughs> We've been texting each other all the time. I've always been a huge fan. She's not a loser. When she first launched Dead Betty, I bought a pair of brass earrings that I wear all the time that I absolutely adore. And I also have another pair from a sample sale she did. If I could have all of them, I would. Um, maybe one day. Who's Betty, I wonder? I don't know. Kinda It'd be really fun to know more about how she came up with that. But we've been talking a lot about books and goals and stuff. And she's the one who helped me set like my 15 book. We both had 
goals last year to read 12 books. We both failed and we both are like setting out to read more this year. And it's just been cool to, to be buddies with her on that app. It's been so fun. I'd like to read more. It's awesome. I just read a huge book, but I'm too ashamed to tell you what it is. I know what it is. It's I about know. the Real Housewives book. It's about Real Housewives. We talked about this on the last episode, so they no, do we know. didn't. Yeah, we did. We were talking about reading, and you were saying I'm reading a book too, and you were saying, and I told I would you never share that on. This I told podcast. you that I was wanting to get you that book. Oh. And well, you were hoping someone was going to get it for you, so you didn't have to buy it. No one did. So did you finish it? I tore it's all about it. like the production and stuff, which you're super which interested I'm in. So into is it was about the production yeah. aspect of of my favorite show. I have this saying I've been telling people, and it's the coolest thing ever because <laughs> I'm so cool. Is uh, you should like never be embar- embarrassed by something you enjoy. Unless it's illegal. Right. But like someone was saying, is it, she's at the bar. This is what I've been telling people at the bar. They're like, it's so lame, but I want to drink wine. I'm like, it's not lame to do something you enjoy. If you want to drink wine, drink wine. Who cares? She's like, I'm at a brewery. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. You're having fun and you are craving wine, drink wine. Someone was telling me something like, oh, it's so embarrassing, but this is like one of my favorite hobbies. It's like, it's not embarrassing that you like something. That's what I felt. I was really proud of myself because it was such a thick. It was a big book, and I was really proud of myself that I read it in under a week. <laughs> Dude, thank that's you, amazing. Thank you. Okay, to me. Cheers. A, cheers. Cheers to not being like shaming yourself for things that you enjoy that are simple, guilty pleasures that bring you a lot of joy. I want everybody to fuck with this. Look up on YouTube, like a soundscape channel where. They are as specific as you can get. I like to listen to like oldies in a different room while it's raining. And what that means is it sounds like someone in a different room is listening to old music and and that it's it's raining raining outside. So the rain is louder than the music, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like very muffled, like, and I like to read with that on. Yes. I can read with some sounds. They have every kind of soundscape on there, which some of them are like laughable. Like you just murdered your husband and your, your mist, your mistress is helping you get away with it in a ballroom. Okay. This is going to be our very first link tree link. Oh, YouTube. I'm going to put my soundscape on. We're adding a link tree. By the time this episode comes out, we'll have a link tree. That's me holding myself accountable to create it. And it's going to include our most recent episode causes that we're passionate about that either it's going to be information or ways to give back to it. Links that we are passionate about. Maybe a, um, website to books that Stephanie wants. I'm going to to link my Goodreads. No doubt. Yeah. So we, yeah, we want a way to engage with you more off, off air. And I think it'd be really cool for us. And I think you guys are all interested in obviously what we have to say. Yeah. (laughs) It goes without saying, but I think it'd just be fun to connect in different ways. And, and we always talk about stuff on here that could be shared in a better way. And so. Would it be possible to put, to create a, this is asking a lot. So Stephanie, don't tell me I understand this is probably asking a lot, but would it be cool to have like a Topatalk soundboard where we have all of our new sound effects on there for people to use in their day-to-day lives. How would that work? Like, uh, like talk <sighs> to me. Should we create an app? Talk to me. <laughs> do you want to do an app? <laughs> is that, is that <gasps> what you're talking Imagine about? Imagine a Topatalk app and it has the soundboard that has includes our catchphrases as well as a shared notes where it's like social media where folks can put in shared notes. What would they use that for? Like what would they use the sounds for? For, sexual purposes i mean imagine <laughs> no it's basically the air wait, horn imagine app. you're like you're like thrusting thrusting about to come and then you just hear <laughs> you've already memorized where they live i know 
<laughs> Except for the new one, I couldn't tell you. I actually only know where Asa is. I mean, on there. Yeah, I'm not gonna find out. I don't want to press them all again. Okay, I'm restraining myself. <laughs> I did it first. You didn't even pick up on it. Oh, um, cheers to me restraining myself from. Oh no, you hit your funny bone. Are you okay? <laughs> cheers to overcoming trauma. Cheers. Um, I just got a really important text. Actually, I need to go. I'm not being funny. Okay, pause. Um, oh, this is yeah. We're done. Is that okay? Yeah, if it's that, yes, if it's important, it is. Absolutely. Um, we love you guys so much. I would say that anyone listening in their ears right now, is, except if you're driving, please stop and share this on Instagram. The impact that that has when your friends see it, yeah. it makes a big deal. And we know that at least 300 of you at some point are going to listen to this episode. And yeah. we have our ride or dies that post all the time. And I know it takes a lot and you have like your own algorithm issues. Maybe you and don't even like post on your story Maybe you a lot. don't really, but it would mean the world to us. It does mean the world to us when we see it. I know, uh, guys, it's the biggest deal for us. And so it'd mean a lot. Um, it would mean a lot. We love you guys. And also no pressure. <laughs> I'm feeling rushed now because I don't know what this text no, is. No, I know. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, we love you guys so much. We got a review for January. <laughs> Thank you for the January review. Thank you for the Spotify stars that you guys are giving us. Remember, you could rate on Spotify. Now you can't leave a review, but you could rate. We appreciate that. We appreciate the feedback. We appreciate you guys. And send us what you'd like to cheers to after this episode. Yes, send us your cheers. Send us if you what you drank while you cheers with us water coffee tea whatever it is even if you just put your hand up and pretend to cheers with us (laughs) yeah um we're super stoked yeah season four baby ayahuasca tea we love you that would be wild (laughs) love you guys okay bye oh and theme song sorry but we can't go into that and then the ending theme song okay and theme song